greater than to provide for the healthy enjoyment of leisure greater than greater than to encourage the love of the open air greater than greater than to promote social and international friendship greater than greater than and greater than greater than to organize holiday making and other activities with these objects. T.A. Leonard, a Congregational Church Minister from Cone, Lancashire. The creation of the holiday fellowship is down to one man, and one man alone. Social reformer Thomas Arthur Leonard, 1864-1948, was the driving force behind many organizations that sought to give people in towns and cities a taste of outdoors life. He believed that such experience was good for the soul, for health, and ultimately the community by bringing people together in shared outdoor circumstance. Leonard had formed a rambling club in 1891 and 32 members of the Dacre Square Congregational Church in Cone, a Lancashire mill town, joined in on a four-night rambling holiday in Ambleside. Such was the success of this early venture that they became an eagerly looked forward to annual event. The Congregational Minister looked to further ways to get greater numbers into the countryside. This led to the foundation of the Cooperative Holidays Association, CHA, in 1897. The CHA sought to provide recreative and educational holidays. Laudable that the association was, by 1912, Leonard was at loggerheads with the CHA General Committee who, he felt, sought to appeal more to the middle class than working class. Additionally, he felt that a more international outlook was required. He announced his leaving the CHA to set up the Holiday Fellowship. Holiday Fellowship pin badge used by those staying at the Newlands Holiday Fellowship Center of former Graphite Mill in the Lake District. Enameled pin badge for the Holiday Fellowship worn with pride and fond memory, 1950s. A former pencil mill in the English Lake District, known as Newlands, had been leased from 1905, and was later bought, for £1,270 by the Holiday Fellowship. Purchased by three local businessmen in 1989, Outdoor activities are still provided, by another commercial venture from the same location today. This center saw thousands of holiday makers pass through and provided a base for group walks up into the surrounding hills. Such was the experience that many holiday makers would set up walking groups on their return home. In December 1937 Miss Iris Hole paid £1.9.60 for her holiday with the Holiday Fellowship. This was approximately equivalent to the daily wage of a skilled workman and bought her a week's board and lodging at Derwent, in the English Lake District. From their earliest incarnations, both the Cooperative Holidays Association and the Holiday Fellowship encouraged the interaction of sexes, within limits. Accommodations remained separate but sexes met socially for dining, singing, discourse and outdoor activities. This was regarded by many as scandalous and was not the norm. Many other organizations, such as Scouting, Boys Brigade, Girls Brigade, Church Groups and Workers' Societies discouraged such mixing. Early holiday camps were careful to remain single-sex or took great steps to prevent promiscuous activity, largely to avoid external criticism and local outrage. Social norms were only now being broken down by the Holiday Fellowship and just a handful of other organizations. Following demand, in 1920 the Holiday Fellowship began over the hills, priced at 4D per copy, the magazine was published two or three times a year and lasted until 1982. Postcard showing Newland Center in Keswick, English Lake District. Maud, writing from here to her friend Della in 1932 records, having a good time, whether not too good, have been doing a lot of climbing. 1927 Advert of the Holiday Fellowship Flowers on the table and communal dining for those staying at the Holiday Fellowship Newland Center. Greater than program for those staying at the Holiday Fellowship Center at Penzance, Cornwall, 1958. Greater than. Greater than and hear glad laughter and sweet speech. Greater than greater than and friendly voices cadence reach. Greater than. Greater than the ear in soft, 
caressing waves, and meet free men that are not slaves. Greater than. Greater than of city toil and city hire. Greater than. Greater than but no earth's call in nature's fire. Poetry extract from Holiday Center Program. While Leonard favored more Spartan accommodation in remote areas, he was often at odds on this with his colleagues on the Holiday Fellowship Committee, who largely preferred more comfortable facilities. Each Holiday Center had a program detailing the local arrangements and organized excursions. The Holiday Fellowship were well aware of the lives that many of their clients were escaping, albeit momentarily, and extolled the benefits of fresh air, camaraderie and worthy excursions for activities such as bathing, boating, rock climbing and walking. Holidaymakers were advised to bring simple first aid, rucksack and nailed footwear for safety. Visitors were also encouraged to bring music if they could sing or play. Program of short walking excursions at the Freshwater Bay Center on the Isle of Wight in 1957. Holiday songs published by the Holiday Fellowship in June 1935. This is a revised edition of their first songbook songs by the way. In common with the Cooperative Holidays Association, not surprisingly, as it was also created by Leonard, group song was a large feature of life with the Holiday Fellowship. So much so that, right from its foundation, small songbooks were both published and purchased in large numbers. Songs included, Jerusalem, John Peel, Oh Dear. What Can the Matter Be? Early One Morning, Dixie Land, Clementine and on Ilkley Morbot at. Greater than Don't Start a Sing Song with a New Tune, have two or three well-known songs first, just to open the pipes. If a lack of interest is shown, stimulate the company by introducing a competitive spirit, men against women, or half the room against the other half. Flying in the face of outward prejudice, the Holiday Fellowship encouraged house parties to form into groups of new friends regardless of class, creed or color. Enamel Pin Badge The rucksack emphasized the organization's walking ethos. Cheaply made Holiday Fellowship button badge with the HF logo introduced in 1961. Published in June 1935, the songbook illustrated above is a revised edition of the second produced by the Holiday Fellowship and contains 78 songs or part songs including rounds. Certain songs had fallen out of favor hence the revised edition. Walking arm in arm through towns and country, singing loudly, much to the occasional annoyance of locals, groups of Holiday Fellowship walkers enjoyed access to beautiful parts of the countryside that Dur magazines and newspapers only hinted at. Badges and patches proclaimed their allegiance to not only their newfound comrades but an outdoor life that they often embraced long after their week away. Appearing quite Spartan and reminiscent of an internment camp, the accommodation sheds of the Holiday Fellowship Camp at Conwy were, nonetheless, a welcome respite from the workplace for many. Photographed in the early 1920s. Alongside Newlands, the Holiday Fellowship also had another center when it started up. Their headquarters was situated at Bryn Correct near Conway, in North Wales. Leonard was General Secretary of the Holiday Fellowship until 1925 when headquarters relocated to London. Surrounded by mountains, the associated holiday camp at Conway provided a wonderful opportunity to escape to the hills in the company of like-minded souls. Many of these ramblers were enjoying a paid holiday as only a recently granted privilege. Greater than the centers are chosen with an eye to local interest and surrounding beauty, whether by mountain, lake or sea and, as well as the beauty and quiet of the natural scene and the attractions of local arts and crafts and local history and customs, there will be a genial welcome from the local inhabitants all factors conducive to an atmosphere of relaxation, tolerance and friendliness among members of the house party enjoying an HF holiday. Greater than. Greater than HF Winter Holidays brochure for 1951-52. Cover shows Windermere in winter, Kinder Scout above Edale, the gardens at the Glasbury Center, and Derwentwater. 
HF logo introduced 1939. The Holiday Fellowship also catered for those seeking more strenuous activity than that offered by a simple coach tour. Leonard's influence with many walking and outdoor organizations is largely unrecognized today. He doesn't even appear on the Wikipedia page for Cone, the birthplace of his radical social reform. When the year was formally founded in 1930, Leonard became one of its four vice presidents. He was also a founding member of the Friends of the Lake District in 1934. The Grey Court Fellowship, with Leonard as president, was founded in 1935 to provide holidays for the unemployed and disadvantaged workers and their families from northeast Lancashire. He was president of the Merseyside Ramblers Association, first chairman of the National Council of Ramblers Federations and first president of the Ramblers Association. Leonard was awarded the OBE in 1937 for his work in outdoor activity, no doubt this also took account of much unsung work, such as his founding of the Family Holidays Association set up after the Second World War to make former training camps available as holiday homes. Leonard remained the Holiday Fellowship's International Secretary until 1930. On his retirement in 1932, the Holiday Fellowship gave him a house in Patterdale, Eastern Lake District. He became their president in 1938. Ever want to look at opportunity, Leonard lent Goldrill House to the as one of its first hostels. He died in 1948, the organizations he had founded continued. The 1962 brochure from the Holiday Fellowship advertised a wide range of European centers where holidaymakers could stay, alongside walking and climbing tours, coach and specialist interest holidays. HF logo introduced 1961. The Holiday Fellowship always had the aim of promoting social and international friendship and their number of UK-based guest houses quickly expanded beyond their initial two at Conwy and Newlands, by the 1960s they owned 32 centres in the UK and dozens more based in hotels or pensions in 12 countries across Europe. Holiday Fellowship button badges produced from 1973 to 1987. In common with many other organisations, other than the which remains an anomaly, the Holiday Fellowship underwent a rebranding exercise, 1982 and is now called HF Holidays. It remains one of the largest providers of outdoor holidays in the UK. Proudly stating that they remain the UK's only cooperative holiday provider, HF Holidays continues the outward ethos propagated by Leonard and arranges international holidays, encouraging comradeship across borders. 1962 Advert for Canoe Camping Holiday in the Former Country of Yugoslavia Three points of the compass has never holidayed with HF Holidays, it is not particularly my thing. I much prefer independent travel, or to at least make my own arrangements when on the ground. However, since its inception, this organization has facilitated over 5 million people in getting outdoors, experiencing newfound comradeship and international travel that they may never had enjoyed otherwise. It is to their credit that the company continues today, albeit as a commercial model in direct competition to the many hundreds of rival providers that have followed, quite literally, in their footsteps. 2019 brochure from HF Holidays Advertising Walking and Activity Holidays there is a timeline of many of the other most important or influential UK outdoor organizations over on my main website. I will occasionally write on a few more of these over the coming months. Holiday Fellowship Holidaymakers at the St. Edmund's School, Hindhead, Surrey. Probably photographed between the wars.